With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. And welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith. Here once again with my buddies, Chuck and John. Hey now. Hello, fellas. John, you're not wearing... Heat gear, as far as Not I can wearing heat tell, gear. you're wearing a 80s throwback, did I say Aruba? Arriba Santana. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tito Santana shirt. Oh, I thought was... He is wearing a, a purple and pink <clears throat> shirt with the sun, but it is not a Miami Heat no. Vice Knight. Col- what is it colors, called? Vice Knight? Right. Vice something? City? I don't know. It's not Vice They're City. They're my team, but I don't know what they call that. Vice it's, City, baby. Come on. It is Vice City. Um, the Josh Richardson Revolution. <laughs> the Richard Slow duo. We got a baby here, too. Baby is oh. here once again. Doris Burke up in it. Fifth or sixth consecutive podcast. Truly Andrews. While holding Jules Verne. Uh, I've been doing interviews now, too. I've been going on other people's shows like, oh, yeah, I'll do your show, but I'm going to hold a baby. It might go badly. <laughs> so far, it's worked out fine. Whoa. So far, so far, it's, it's worked out fine. Because we have, when we record our show, you know, as Chuck Doris and John is know. holding the talking, mic for us. I'm not talking to the listeners. We, we, we go until she can't take it. And then we, then I hit stop on the recording, mm-hmm. and then come back, and it's like, all right, where were we? Let's uh, let's pick it up there. What's uh, what is great is that she has no interest in the microphone until we start recording, and then she won't stop grabbing the mic. She, she just grabs the microphone the, cover. The caterpillar that is Keith's mustache, gracing the pop filter, and then she says, "Oh, I want some of that." Right. But anyway, enough family and baby talk. That isn't why people listen. You crazy? They but, love our dad stuff. Might no, be. guys, you know why people listen to NBA podcasts. Yeah, they they want to hear about the OC, KOC, and Gonzo's OD, OCD about uh, people's Twitter accounts <laughs> and Joel Embiid's face. I don't even know what 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 voice is this. There's far too many OCDs. Have you, you ever listened to the Ringer podcast? It's amazing. It's like listening to <laughs> an old, like, Philadelphia Jew and, like, a Valley girl talk about basketball, and I can't get enough of it. Oh, I actually have never. It uh, is the opposite of what you expect. This is the only NBA podcast I listen to. I try to poke around a little bit. I think my, my favorite still, I love... Andre the Siri Giant, Nate Duncan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't get enough Can we get a little Nate Duncan? No, now? we're good. Let's we'll do breakfast. Later later do in what? the show, we'll talk about <laughs> stats and maybe sexual orientation for a while. <laughs> Goodbye. It's my favorite. It is funny when you only listen to the dunk, to Dunked on it at, at, at 2x double oh, speed. Oh, see, you don't even know. When you go back to regular speed, you're like, oh. No, you, wow. you at a regular speed, you go down in the sunken place. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Like, why? I'm not even seeing very well. Anyway, what did you guys have for breakfast? Uh, I went for a run today. Ooh-wee. Oh, mile and a half. Uh, trying to change my lifestyle a little bit. Someone change, someone change, someone change. Uh, so I had a protein shake. Oh, yeah. yeah Welcome to my world. Some it's ex- whey, it's whey. excessive. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Whey protein. 
How long do you have to stir yours before you can even drink it? Uh, 55 minutes. Yeah, I mean, and you're still getting large clumps. Of or an immersion you're blender. You're an American. You have all the protein you'll ever need. You're right. I, I don't need to eat probably for three weeks. <laughs> I could probably survive. Don't listen to him, Chuck. Protein drinks are great. Yeah, they are. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna poop something fierce later tonight. I can just feel it in my guts. But. Protein drinks allow me to not eat whatever nightmare fuel I was going to eat out of rage later that day. <laughs> Where like, my craving is like, you you know what? The only thing, the only thing in the world that will make me feel better right now is two fried chicken biscuits. Mm. Oh. Yeah, it's like a, me- methadone. A protein drink will save you from that. Methadone for, for a breakfast burrito. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. If you want to stop having it, what was the burrito you filmed recently that I'm going to It was the Egg-Normous. Oh, the Egg-Normous. The Burger King Egg-Normous burrito. Woo! Man. That was so funny. And I did a, a review of it. Uh, the video came out awful because the sound was trash, but it was... Uh, it was probably four pounds. I will post a video of you ordering it. It's so good. It, it was really, really good. Anytime I'll probably you never... say the branded name of a food object, uh-huh. yeah. I feel like you're, I don't know, you're embracing Egg-normous? something. I would like one Egg-normous burrito. Because <laughs> I feel like most people try to, try to, they somehow feel it isn't cool to say the name of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like most people be like, oh, yeah, I'll take the, uh, I'll take the egg burrito. Mm-hmm. Or something like they'll come up with the more casual, <laughs> but no, no, you, you got no, 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 no. to embrace it. If, mean, if they've trademarked that puppy, someone you got to respect that. Someone on Madison Avenue spent months coming oh, up yeah. with the name of that burrito, and I would be, you know, as someone who's in the food industry, remiss if I didn't use that branding. Absolutely. When are we going to start naming the foods at your food truck? Things like enormous burrito. No, I want all sick and, and tired of NBA it. basketball. Absolutely. I am very Players. disappointed at the bar you work. I know you guys have revamped your food menu. I know, renamed everything. All the drinks are new. No NBA names. Um, I want I involved. Want, I want an NBA uh, NBA menu. Why yes. can't we? Why can't we cross over podcast bar? <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter at Fast Break Break with your favorite uh, food NBA food names. And maybe I can work can, it out. Do you at least have a have the the Dwayne the Dwayne Bacon and I eggs? I don't or do bacon on, and eggs on the truck. It's kind of hard. The Dwayne uh, it, really, it's all lardons. The Nikola Jokic, some John Wall, the Jokic off season lardons. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of these things exist yet, but we'll get there. The we do, John Wall eyed salmon. I, I uh, need walleye. <laughs> Is walleye salmon? No, walleye's uh, its own fish, right? Ah. I don't know. Is it? Walu, walleye. Walu, walleye. We're all God's children. We're all just fish on Noah's Ark. Did he, <laughs> did he put fish on the Ark? Would he have needed to? How did he save those fish? The fish didn't need saved. Yeah, they didn't need to be saved. No. What about the freshwater fish? Did they need to be saved? I'm, oh, my God. Thought, oh yeah, was it, or is it the saltwater? Who had the most issue? Which fish needed to be saved? Well, if it rained 40 days and 40 nights. There was but a... Was it and it was rain. It was freshwater. Freshwater rain? rain? It probably freshwater But was rain. the rain... Did it come up from the... Who oh. took care of the poop on that boat? Mm. That's my question. Mm. That's like a Winnebago you've been on too you long. Don't know, you know mm. Noah delegated that. The no, longest... You know, Noah was one of his, his sons. His dirty. Theory, theory of relativity included silence longest silence of my life was after uh, my girlfriend's mother told us one time that she believed that noah's ark really happened i mean there and we just waited for my, my girlfriend i just I just didn't know what to say joke him noah's ark so it was mm. like 15 seconds but it felt like i don't know it felt like we were on dmt well i don't want to get all joe rogany <laughs> up in here but yeah 
there's multiple uh, origin stories and right. different uh, different cultures of a great flood. I remember sometimes I rem- we're walking around on a turtle. Sometimes <laughs> I believe. Well, I remember I remember deep in my evangelical days having these discussions. Like, right. Like people don't believe. Do you believe it literally? Okay, that's fine. And then someone being like, I remember someone telling me in college, like we know, like we know for a fact that Noah's Ark literally happened because every other culture also has a flood story. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, that doesn't, wait, I'm, that's cool. Okay. Cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, well, we'll just stop even young Dor- Even young Doris interjects at the uh, <laughs> notion of a giant boat with every animal on it except for unicorns. Anyway. nine hundred. No, we've animal. left behind the unicorns. And no, and no raptors. Right. My, my breakfast uh, was not exciting. It was a, it was a few speaking of fish a few goldfish crackers Ooh. and however uh, kind of a fancy not fancy when I say fancy that was that was an air quotes fancy uh, a flavored coffee a Dunkin Donuts cinnamon roll flavored coffee oh. actually was great are you sure was not overpowering hmm. just had some lovely notes of, of like a little leftover cinnamon roll uh, in there. I'm worried it might have spoiled me because I, I have gone like all black coffee all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm worried I, I can't go back because it was a uh, well, you know that sweet tooth. They say once stand. you go cinnamon roll flavored, you cannot go back. My story I, I is the you. inverse yes. of yours. Um, I had physical therapy again today, and I get so incredibly distressed about going to physical therapy that I try to do really amazing things beforehand, or what in my uh, morbid life are amazing things. <laughs> so I went to uh, the haughty uh, coffee shop near my house and decided to g- treat myself some really nice breakfast. And I was going to do like, I don't know, bagel and locks, you know, something to treat myself. But I saw something that appealed to me that I thought would be kind of a s- savory and sweet treat, a pistachio almond tart. Okay. All mm. right. But unfortunately, Keith, and may- this would have worked out for you. It was... There was no savory, only sweet. Mm. And it was painfully sweet. Okay. And it was like... Cloyingly sweet? I would say so. It, it was like... And it was, you couldn't even cut it with a fork. You had to cut it with a fork and knife. It was like... That isn't a tart, then. No. I mean, And it tarts, was cold in the center. Tarts should have t- a tartness? I wanted more stash. I get it. You like more that show. Stay, you want a stash bash. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I can't not order a pistachio thing. The pistachio the pistache bros. Mm. Does that work for the okay. old uh, okay. stash bros? Yeah, we were The pistachio bros. The pistachio bros. With a picture of, 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 of Enos. Is this Clay and, and Steven? Steph? No, 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 it was no, no, Steven no. and, and they, were the they, they were the stash, stash bros. They were the stash bros. Forgot about the that. The pistachio bros. Before. Uh, ah, we could workshop that. I feel like there's, there's a nugget of good. The in pistachio there. bros. Eh. I get that. It's like pistachio, but with bro. Kyle Kuzma's beautiful almond eyes in there. I, he's still <laughs> he's my NBA talking. favorite. That's great. All right, well, get it. Well, those were our Joel breakfast. Embiid's got them almond eyes, <laughs> almond-shaped eyes. Well, he did. Now one has been dislocated. <laughs> the Fultz By the cursed form. shoulder of, of, of the Fultz shoulder. <laughs> what would you do? I mean, at this point, would you rather... Like buy like a golden box from a creepy like antique shop that might unlock the horrors of Hellraiser, or mess around with Mark Kel Fultz's shoulder, because it's getting pretty one or the other for me. I don't know. That's an accursed I've, relic. I, I still think we might need a couple more bits of evidence before we raise it over this Hellraiser box. You're well, re- you're referring uh, can, to can, speaking of Hellraiser and uh, Mark Kel Fultz just destroyed Damian Lee. Did you see that one? Oh no, that I haven't. Dunk? 
Uh, when he dunks, it is kind of shocking. He's 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 kind of aggressive. You're not really ready. You're not he's ready. He's got that explosiveness. Just ask Joel. <laughs> anyway, those were our breakfast. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? I was wrong for? all year. I checked out at the beginning of the season. I said to myself, Warriors, lock. Nobody's going to beat them. Look at that team. They're incredible. Top to bottom. They added depth. They added uh, JaVale, you know, JaVale McGee's there. They Excellent got point. Zaza, <laughs> he's there. Pat McCall looked good, R.I.P. R.I.P. McCall. Uh, they no, got he, Omri Caspi for nothing. Omri Caspi for nothing. We thought that was a... He's terrible. Oh, good. <laughs> while, we're, while we're also, you know, probably laughing at that, he's probably a, a six-man on the Grizzlies right now. He's probably the best player well, yeah. on the Grizzlies. I thought Omri Caspi was good. We used to think Omri Caspi was good, but I assume he's, he's probably going to get happened. cut so they can keep Quinn Cook for yeah. the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But uh, I, I just... Uh, don't like him anymore? I just auto-simmed to the end of the season in my brain when we started. Checked out, said, hey, this isn't even going to be a fun NBA year. Oh. And I think the uh, the old Rocketeers, they're, oh, they're looking he's, serious. He's finally come along. I, I, I just don't think with all the injuries in Golden State that it's as, anything close to a lock. And I had a nightmare last night. Uh-oh. That the Warriors beat, well, the Warriors lost to the Rockets. The Cavs made it to the finals. And guess who won? LeBronica. Oh. And well, he just destroyed because it'll be the it would be the Rockets' first time in a meaningful game or a meaningful finals ever uh, since whatever, Olajuwon. And LeBron's just going to play with them and tear them apart. Nah. And CP3 and Harden are going to choke, and LeBron's going to win. He's going to have more rings than Wade, and, and him trading Wade and my you know prophecy will have come true. That is the reason he traded Wade is so that he'll have more rings than Dwayne Wade. Uh, if Steph doesn't play in the first round, which he's not apparently going I, I, to play in the yeah. first round, like if they'd matched up with the Jazz... We're just shooing them in. It, it seems unlikely the Jazz are going to end up in the eighth spot, but it's certainly a possibility. Right. I feel like everyone's being like, oh, yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be totally fine. Like, the Jazz have been awesome. Mm-hmm. And I know most of their guys haven't experienced that much of playoff winning, even though, you know, they did win the series last year against the Clippers. Like, are we just, are we going ahead and penciling in the Warriors to the second round? Even I mean, with there's yes. no Steph? way any team with Kevin Durant on it is going to lose in the first round to a seven seed. What if, uh, I mean, Draymond hasn't looked that great. I mean, I mean he's, for his level, right, you know. Right. I just, uh, there's no, even the bench Dur- hasn't been bringing it. D- Durant at 80% will beat the Jazz by himself. Okay. I mean, I, well, I don't think he'll be playing the Jazz. No, no. I'm again, I, yeah. I think the Jazz are the best chance. I don't think there's any way a, a Timberwolves gives him a scare no. or a Pelicans gives no. him any form of the a scare. The Timberwolves with Jimmy Butler have been good against them, but Jimmy Butler's coming off injury, and I don't think the Timberwolves are going to make the playoffs. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's possible. Uh, they're, they're, they're going to. Big cat. I don't know. They, we'll we'll see. incredible. <laughs> they had will, a crazy line last We'll uh, let that be week. a grim augury for the rest of the show. Yeah. Well, my apology is to, I guess... Dave Yeager. I talk about Dave Yeager a lot. I you don't need to apologize to Dave Yeager. I enjoy talking about him. Well, I will say... Dave Yeager's players need to apologize to Dave Yeager because if you've seen the way they look at him when he tells them what to do, it is shameful. Well, he has to get some credit if you uh, are okay with him winning games because the Kings... Aaron Fox clutch, clutch gene? ...are a bit... They win clutch basketball games. And as it was pointed out in our Patreon-only Slack chat, the Kings have won eight games... 
in just the very final seconds on game-winning shots between De'Aaron Fox and, and Bogdan Bogdanovich, which if they hadn't won these games, and these were all, seven of them were legitimate. If the shot misses, they, they lose. Yeah. Uh, one of them was, was against the Heat, was like they're still up one. So that doesn't really count. But there's seven of them, and that would, have, that would take the Kings all the way from 26 wins down to 19 which would have them tied, you know, for the worst record in the top of the lottery you're, standings. You're not counting. I've seen two separate times Darren Fox send games to overtime. Well, Darren Fox is shooting. I actually tried to find the stat and I couldn't find it, but something like I think he's five out of seven on shots in the last five seconds. <laughs> when, uh, when, when, and it's when, the when, same when, shot every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That floater. Little hesitation and then a floater, uh, like a blow by. I, so, I'm trying to remember a player who I've watched who is so amazing in the clutch, but pretty much useless <laughs> and, ter- great. and terrible at yes. every other moment. Not great yeah, I mean, he could still become something and it's very fun to watch like him and bogey play together. Um, but it, it reminds me, and I hate to do this, but it reminds me of, like Deshaun Jackson where I, he scares me, but I'm like, he's not very good. It's just scary. He can just he might he might hit you for a deep shot, but he's just scary. He's not very good. And so, but do you want to punt to him at the end of a game? Never. No. <laughs> never. So I do th- I think Jaeger gets some credit Kings winning close games, which is a carryover. Again, we gave the Grizzlies core four all the credit for their close game success, but it has it has followed Dave Yeager. I don't know if it's just <laughs> Dave Yeager, but well, guess who else followed Dave Yeager? Oh, it's all Zach Zebo and Vince It's all Zebo. Um, I guess I'll just apologize uh, to Markel Fultz. I'm sorry I was ever happy for you. You have ruined this Sixer story we were all enjoying. <laughs> their ascendancy up the ranks is. Uh, Suddenly halted, at least temporarily. They were probably going to overtake the Cavs for the third spot. Ben Simmons has been amazing, and they keep winning, but uh, it definitely kind of takes the edge off the Sixers saga for now. If Ben Simmons keeps playing as well as he has and the supporting cast keeps doing it, I think they can still catch the Cavs mm-hmm. because their schedule is still so easy. Right. How in the world did the Sixers not have to play like anyone in their last 18 games or 20 games or something? I'm not sure, but they're humming along. I think they won 10 games in a row. 10 in a row. They look, I mean, they look awesome. They look, they look super enjoyable. I actually went back and watched the game uh, against the Hornets this morning just because I, I hadn't seen I hadn't seen Marco Fultz play. I, I missed his first game. Right. And, and, and I just wanted to see him do it. And I, I liked what I saw. But You should. They are, they are definitely rolling along. Um, but it's weird because the entire top half of the Eastern Conference is smoking hot. Do we think the Sixers, uh, as good as they've looked, are they going to be able to take care of business and advance in the playoffs despite having no playoff experience pretty much on the roster? I mean, so much hinges on that injury and how cool Joel Embiid's Phantom of the Opera mask is. I hope it's very cool. I'm, I'm just, ready for I want it to, to be, be opaque. Yeah. I'm just hoping for that first round Miami-Cleveland because we all know. Oh, this, are you? Yeah. And it's... Uh, we all know my, that LeBron just can't play in Miami if he's not in a he uniform is, with the Heat on it. They LeBron has been terrible against yeah. the Heat. He cannot beat us, and Wade's in his head. Cavs are eight and two in their last ten, starting to play kind of well. Yeah, they're coming together. Well, I think I, their defense is up to like nineteenth in the right. month of March, which is totally totally average and and acceptable. Kevin Love, defensive linchpin words I never thought I would say. <laughs> All right, well, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we move to our steak and eggs best thing, we have some listener-submitted questions, questions from our Patreon supporters, the Croissant Questionnaire. Any questions? Um, yes, 
Are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. At Tixie Mista asks, is Quinn Snyder a top five coach? What does he do specifically to shape this behemoth? They're 21-2 in their last 23 He's got boys. the best murder face in that, the NBA. Oh, definitely. Quinn Snyder murder face. Some of the best hair? Uh, it looks like John's hair. So beautiful. Lush. It's <laughs> one of the nicest things you've ever said about John. Uh, that 21 and 2, I believe, is dated from whenever this question w- was submitted. But they do still have the best uh, net rating, the Jazz do, since March 1st. They've won 14 of their last 15 on the road. So is he a top five coach? I mean, we've got four that I wouldn't even argue would be uh, worse than him. We got Pop. We got Kerr. We got... Stevens, we've got uh, please Spolstra. Don't, please don't say Dwayne Casey. Please don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's a top five coach. No way, because you just named that are arguably as good or better than him, and he's kind of doing that. Atore Messina, Loggins and Messina, CSKA Moscow thing. Who knows how long that that will work? What does that mean? Oh, he's a, he does the Euroleague stuff. Oh, okay. Well, he, he coached at yeah. Siska Cheska. They say Cheska. I don't know. CSKA Moscow. Yeah. Right. Um, under a Torre Messina, who's now with the Spurs, I believe. Um, so this is kind of a coaching fad going around. Mm. And then he happens to have the now, and I want to talk about this later, how all the award races have completely exploded mm. and now are decided. He has Rudy Gobert, who's the defensive player of the year, yeah. in any sane person's eyes. Um, and, but I, I don't think a year of doing this uh, is going to make him a top five coach when you have these other coaches you can look at. Am I a fan? Absolutely. Yeah, I think he's a good Can coach. I put him in the top five already? I think that's premature. No. I, I'll i go the other way just from the stats I stated. I, I'll say yes. He's right at the top five. I, I give you Popovich. I give you Brad Stevens. Uh, I, I used to say Rick Carlisle. If you assume... Masterful tanking if Warlock. If you assume they have purposely been losing all their games this year, fine. Mm-hmm. And maybe some last year, fine. Rick Carlisle's still in there. And I think Eric Spolstra, if Quinn Snyder was the coach of the Warriors, would he do just as good as Steve Kerr? I don't know the answer, but yeah. I don't feel like it's a slam dunk. Like, would Steve Kerr be doing as well with Utah's roster? I'm just, re- I'm really impressed with what Utah has done this year. Uh, and so I, I would definitely consider it. Um, it's going to be very hard for me to give a guy who is the sixth in the West... Uh, that status over guys who have won Coach of the Year already. But, uh, D'Antoni has to be a top five coach. Right? No. no, I don't think D'Antoni's a top five coach. How is he not? I think we're talking okay. Coach of the Year for this season. For this season. Well, yes. I don't know. Yeah, okay. That could be an I'm argument. Say. Yeah, and, and Quinn Snyder could just end up being like D- uh, Mike D'Antoni, a guy who did a system that worked for a little while. So I really can't put him in Well, spo- I mean, um, sorry. D'Antoni to me is right now, those are that's the correlative person yeah to him well i think quinn snyder has had this success previously and it's obviously it's all it's all tied to gobert we're the second half of the season was it two years ago three years ago yeah i don't know if they you actually also... can say quinn snyder's had this success Incredible. previously as so much as like well, this may be another this is another situation with the steve nash or dan tony right this could be gobert or quinn snyder right so i'm just complete i really like quinn snyder i love his angry little bitch face that face is incredible. i We've been like him about much that. more than Dwayne Casey, as you might have surmised from listening to this. But I can't even give him the nod over Dwayne Casey this year. Yep. So let's, uh, go, let's go to the next question. Not Feeling Minnesota asks, <clears throat> let me clear my throat for this one. Should the Grizzlies end up in draft position to select Luka Doncic? Should their next move be throwing an old dog a bone and hiring David Kahn as president of basketball operations? 
This will allow him to fulfill his dream of creating a playoff contending cream team. And I'm thinking cream team, looking ahead on the question, it means like a whiteout. Right. That's the PC term. Moves Feeling Minnesota suggests that Con would make include, say, trading Conley for Ricky Rubio or Joe Inglis. Do it. Signing Jimmer for debt away from the Shanghai Sharks. Oh, that's stupid. Coercing Darko Milicic out of retirement. It would make the team wider. And finally, in a very Kanyan move, bringing Alexi Shved back to the NBA. God. Well, the downside of this question is I feel like he has answered it. I don't think we're <laughs> in a political climate uh, that we can do this sort of maneuvering for any uh, reason at all. Uh, especially in the city of Memphis, can we make a cream team? That's, can we make a cream team that's good? Let's make a cream team that's good. <laughs> that, well, that, that's his question. If you have Doncic, right. you have Gasol, you have the the or, great white whale. That's right, white whale, white whale. of Chandler Parsons healthy. Easy. Right. Uh, okay, so, so we gotta so, move. We so, gotta move Conley. So we got, gotta move Conley for. Go. I mean, bring over Shved or another Just, Euroleague baller. I don't want any of these Euroleague Nick ballers. Kalathis. Oh damn it! He's done it. He's gone Greek. <laughs> <laughs> but we can move Conley. Tell you dosage. We need we need a we need a, a creamy or at the very worst swarthy uh-huh. point man. About uh, we can tr- do a little trade. I think Miami could use uh, Conley. We get a little, Tyler Johnson, we get a little Goran Tyler. and Tyler and Kelly Olynyk. Oh, it's getting creamy over here. <laughs> this is creamy TV. I, I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, you're talking about a, a 35 win team right here. Yeah, that could even maybe <laughs> make the lottery. Oh, you're gonna have to get a lot wider to make the lottery. Uh, we'll, I will say the Dallas Mavericks this year have already done the whiteout. Oh yeah. The, the near, Are you counting Dwight Powell? Well, the near they done a four and a half. Okay. I think. <laughs> Dwight Powell, right. who, uh, you know, yeah. mixed parents, but. Well, if we're doing this with the Grizzlies, are we talking is Dilly Brooks staying? Oh, is he? Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. I just thought he was Canadian. Mm. <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, I think he the, played the, at Vanderbilt, the, right? The Mavs have mm. uh, Oregon, 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 Oregon. Sorry, no, the Mavs have rolled out the uh, the Dilly J- Brooks, JJ, JJ Barea, Doug McDermott. Uh, I believe they have Kleber in this lineup, but also Nowitzki, Kleber, yeah. So they and that actually uh, that lineup's actually played uh, more minutes together than you would think. You brought up Dylan Brooks, and that brought to mind a song. And oh. luckily, it's not Bob Dylan. It's Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Game of Scones. All right, guys. Oh, what's this? I have from Power Listener Matt Sullivan. Yes. The final, well, through April 2nd, 2018, Wait, I have our top 10 <laughs> Ishvort rankings for the Yes. Uh, I believe our Ishvort Fantasy League is coming to a close. Still another brutal five days. Oh, <laughs> so many. We uh, finished our other Fantasy Leagues. Keith and I won each one. Shout out me and Keith. Oh, yeah. Sorry, listeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, guys, I have the top ten Ishvorp, and I'm going to give you chances to guess players from that top ten Ishvorps. As soon as you reach three strikes, you will be out. Mm-hmm. Uh, hint, and you can't use this guy, Dylan Brooks came in at fifth. Wow. Uh, if you seem to be struggling, I will be giving hints, but I think you guys can get some of these. Chuck, I'm going to let you go first. Patty Mills. In a stunning turn of events, Patty Mills has slipped <gasps> out of the top ten. Oh, no. That's strike That's for Chuck. Strike, Chuck. Sorry. This guy got injured and abandoned me in the semifinals where I lost. Mm. Oh. Wes Matthews? Wes Matthews coming in strong at number seven. He was so good, and then he left me. Um, can we do Lonzo Ball? 
We cannot. And no. I don't think Lonzo would come anywhere close. No. Well, that's he, hard to say. A lot of counting stats he for get, Lonzo. He gets those stats and steals, which yeah. will kill you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Trevor Ariza. Oh, no. That's last year, my friend. That's last year. <sighs> I know he still plays a ton the, of minutes. The king the, of Ishfort from last year. He misses a ton of shots. You guys, I mean, you're missing out on some guys that we've talked about all year. Although, the top ten has really changed. But two guys have stayed around there all year. You need a hint, Chuck? Yeah. Vacuum cleaner. Or sexual euphemism. I also, Chuck, have no idea what that means. <laughs> the steamer. Uh, Stanley Jansen. There it is. Wait, how is that a vacuum cleaner? Stanley, Stanley steamer. steamer. Stanley steamer. But that's, that's, uh, that's a carpet No, that cleaner. was a horrible hint. Oh, that's sorry. Really bad hint. Don't do a lot of cleaning. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think you do. <laughs> but I did throw in that Cleveland like, steamer, though. Hoover? And you know about that euphemism, yeah, though. Yeah, like All right. That, I'm counting that for Chuck. Keith, uh, do you need a hint? Fair, fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take a hint. All right. He would make an excellent stretch five for a wideout team. <laughs> um, and if his name portends to be true, can fly and breathe fire. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Dragon Bender. I, I, I'm counting that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you like a hint? Uh, I do. I would love a hint, John. His nickname involves cigarettes. Uh, Frank Nicotine. There you go. There you go. Frank Nicotine finishing the top ten. Coming Ishford? in ninth in Ishvorp. Dragon wow. Bender, by the way, was fourth. Are you ready, Ch- uh, Keith? Yeah, I'll take another hint. There no more, are we out of hints? Here we go. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Fill in the blank. Mach blank, Juden S. Verboten. I know this one. Can I steal? Yeah, go ahead, Chuck. Tony Schnell. That's right, Chuck. <laughs> All right, Keith, you got to give me two. Tony Schnell, 10th in this four rankings. Oh, that's great. All right, you ready for a hint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These hints Always are- goes to his right. Always goes to his right? Um, hmm. Does he play with another player on this top 10? Uh, let's just say that he has a really weird way of spelling his name, which he shares with a famous pederast. <laughs> the the connections in John's brain. That's right. <laughs> this is more about me than it is you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know that. I don't know. Jared you... Bayless. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, I don't. You could. Wait, let's what? just move on. Always goes <laughs> right. Same name as Jared Fogle. Oh, Fogle. I All thought right. you were saying like two strikes Skip a Bayless right. was. Ah, he could be. <laughs> um, <clears throat> All right, Chuck, you need a hint. Mm-hmm. Let's give it to you. My least favorite NBA player, Paul Pierce, um, mm, active NBA player. Your least favorite NBA player, also uh, potentially the ugliest man who ever lived. <laughs> His this? last name is the opposite of what he is. Um, He's I'm, really good at flopping and not so good at three-point shooting. Marcus Smart. That's correct. Chuck wins. Well, he doesn't win. <laughs> good, no, he wait. moves on. I was going to say sixth. Mercifully ended. <laughs> sixth. We still have two players left. 
I'm always really disturbed how much John's like, this is my least favorite player, and he's ugly. Like, <laughs> so much of all of John's like dislikes in NBA. Hint, hint like, for one of the last two. This We haven't named the second or the third. Stanley Johnson was first. Second or third, I'll give you both of these guys have abbreviated first names. You can t- take either one. Oh. They use their initials. Oh. Uh, how about CJ Miles? Oh, you somehow missed it. That's three <laughs> strikes for Keith. Coming in third is JR the Plumber Smith. Oh, of course. And Batman PJ Thomas. Tucker. PJ Tucker. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed so that. So that finally gives you 10th, Tony Snell. Ninth, Frankie Smokes. Eighth, Jared Bayless. Seventh, Wesley Matthews. Sixth, Marcus Ugly Smart. Fifth, Dylan Brooks. Fifth, Dragon Bender. Three, the Plumber. Two, PJ. And one, the Stanley Steamer. Thanks again, Matt Sullivan. Can we for just supplying these? Oh, great rankings. job, Matt Sullivan. And this advanced metrics for awfulness in the NBA is. Uh, you know, this is the it's only place blood. you can get it. It's our life um, I just want to mention earlier in the year, we were talking heavy about the Ishforp and who was just destroying. And it was Josh. It was your boy. Josh Richardson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a game of scones. Oh, about, another one. About players uh, with the last name Richardson. Um, but it's really easy and I'm only going to ruin it if I make it at a game of scones. So here's how it goes. Uh, there's been one position that players with the last name Richardson have shooting played. Shooting guard. They have all played shooting guard. And there's never been another Richardson? At any other position. What about the guy from Deadwood? Uh, Richardson, Richardson, account for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't really a game of scones, but that is, the, that is a piece of just information. That who was, who was, who was uh, Richardson's from Deadwood's favorite NBA team? Oh, the Bucks. Of course. Yeah. Thank you, John. <laughs> Pray to your sovereign Lord for all the good it'll do you. <laughs> oh, I'm not it. doing my I'm not doing my correct JF Sebastian voice. <laughs> it's fine. It's in the wheel. Uh, where are we? That was let's All say part. that wraps up this week. I week's made your eyes. Croissant you next questionnaire. If you want to submit your own question to the croissant questionnaire or join next year's International Stackhouse of Pancakes uh negative fantasy league for pride and glory over at fantrax.com, the only way to do that is to become a Patreon supporter. Go to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Join the other hardcore listeners who are doing the most they actually can to support our program. We love them all. Uh, so if you, you want to get... play games against the creators of this here podcast. Yeah, we're going to have... Not to be too. We're, we're going to have a, uh, a playoff pick them challenge that's going to be a uh, very exciting uh so if you you still have time to get on that the winner will get a pretty awesome prize from old uncle john's prize cabinet which is not dirty even though it sounds dirty mm, when you it's quite s- clean when you when you say it that way uh but anyway if you want to get on, on the new playoff games if you want to get the bonus content we put up at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast if you want to join the slack chat where we talk about everything around the clock you can do all that at patreon.com slash fast break Breakfast. Also, gentlemen, if you're looking to transform your shaving experience, might I recommend the Harry's Shave Kit. You can get one at harrys.com slash fast break. Harry's understands it's a big deal when you trade your razor in. So to help you transfer, they will give you a free trial set, a $13 value when you use our code FASTBREAK. They know a great shave comes down to great blades made with sharp, durable steel that lasts. The overall cost is roughly $2 per blade, which is going to be way less than the $4 or more you'll pay anywhere else. So to get this uh, $13 value trial set for free, go to harrys.com slash fast break. 
Again, they're so confident you'll love it. If you sign up and you don't like it, they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. But hey, the trial set, it's, it's yours to keep. Man. That's what I got. That's why I took this Those beautiful mustache. Those blades last forever. Get that Carlos, Carlos Boozer hairless look. Yeah. Although again, they don't recommend for the top of the scalp. They're perfect. They're ergonomically designed for the face. They're, they're worried about that, like you know, that most Bates thing. Nick and one yeah, of those. Don't you don't want to. You don't want to get mm-hmm. any of those. Nick's. Whatever those are. Nick's so redeem head. redeem your trial set at harrys.com slash fastbreak. Let them know that we sent you once again. Harrys.com slash fastbreak. Stranger head appendage. Most Bates thing or Rashid Wallace thing. I love the Rashid Wallace like uh, white dot on his hair. Does That's that great. have a texture he has to shave around? I doubt it. It's probably just a pigment. Seems like a burn. Because <laughs> no hair never grew there. No, it grew there. It was just white. You're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Harrys.com slash fastback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, steak and eggs, best thing. It's the best thing you saw in the last There's week. Gold in them Thar Hills. Golden nuggets, boys. They're doing it. You believe in the Denver Nuggets? I don't believe in the Denver Nuggets. They're getting really lucky. Uh, they've won a game like when they need the Thunder, Wolves, Pelicans, Clippers all to lose. At the same time, they made it happen. Uh, their their Easter performance was the luckiest thing you'll ever see. <laughs> that was the best resurrection from the dead on Easter since wow. Jokic has Drawing risen, y'all. That Jokic was that. has risen, willing them. The Bucks collapse. from the death was one of the great collapses of an NBA game I think I've ever seen. And while that was happening, every team the Nuggets needed to lose lost. They still, I don't know, I mean, like, it's the most Nuggets thing ever to have this miracle be handed to you mm-hmm. and then blow it again. Right. And it, it, it really felt like, wow, every team lost you needed to lose, and then you blew it by, by losing to the Bucks. But then again, what, what did they score? It was tw- a 20-6 to six run to end regulation. And again, the turnover with two seconds left, the foul and the three-pointer, man. I'm really looking forward to it. I hate to give away my far fadeaway, but Nuggets are completely in control of their own destiny. They played the Timberwolves twice in the next, like, eight or nine days. Yeah, f- yeah five games left, and they played the, the Timberwolves uh, the twice. The Pelicans have chasing. lost four in a row. The Pelicans, who had that 94% win probability, or playoff probability, no more. Down, down to 63%, according to 538. Since Paul Millsap's return on March 2nd, Nuggets have the best offensive rating in the NBA. So, again, mm. the, the blaming Millsap narrative never really quite made sense. He's so good. Uh, it just make there is, like, when you watch them, especially right when he came back, there did seem to be a lot of forcing the ball to him. Yeah. But I guess that's part of the process, and I'm not trying to give Mike Malone credit here, I promise, but that's part of the process of working him back in. Um, but And I, I still don't think we really should be uh, praising the Nuggets too much. Everyone else is failing. They're only five. Everyone's five failing. In you the have last to, ten, you have to recognize also the Nuggets are playing without Gary Harris, who is right. so important to their team. We call him Garris around these parts. Garris, <laughs> that's right. And again, most of their games are still on the road. I, I don't think they're going to make it. But man, Timberwolves and Pelicans fans are petrified. So you think the Pelicans have got it over them? I mean, the Pelicans are the most likely to fall out. It's harder for and the Timberwolves to put the to Nuggets in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think right now the Nuggets are a game behind the, the Pelicans, who, again, have lost four straight. The Pelicans get to play our Memphis Grizzlies, uh, I think, next. So, you know, they have a chance to win more games. It's really going to come down, I don't know. I think if the Nuggets make it in, that means the Pelicans don't get in. The Nuggets' schedule is not easy. Hard. However, th- three of their five games have real concrete standings uh, ramifications. 
the aforementioned double Timberwolves showdown, and then the Clippers. And they also won that miracle game against the Thunder. So it's just like, can the Nuggets win five more coin flips? Eh. Right, and they are they are all coin flips. But I mean, it, it's it's interesting because you look at you look at who the Pelicans play, and honestly, every game with the Pelicans is a coin flip except for the Suns. I mean, Grizzlies to me, right? Although the Pelicans have always been a Grizzlies. Bugaboo. Although this will be the deciding game in the. Uh, riverboat captain's belt for pride and glory. No, wait, for pride and dominion of Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. I'm getting my I'm getting my prides mixed up with yeah, the no. with the eye shop. It, <laughs> it's very easy to say that uh, okay, the Pelicans' schedule road is so much easier. I don't think so because the Pelicans to me have two absolute losses against the Warriors and the Spurs. So that's absolutely going to be losses mm-hmm. to me. And also the Thunder uh, might find themselves in this playoff race because they this week play the Rockets, and the Warriors. Right. So if they lose both those games, I, b- I believe they will match all the other teams at the bottom in losses, with 35 losses. It's going to be great. Yeah, two games separate oh, great. four through nine I mean, in, in the West, and that's like, it, it's chaos right now. We Everyone's have no idea throwing coins happen. to a wishing well right now. It's yeah. beautiful. So my steak and eggs is tangentially related to that Western Conference playoff race. My favorite thing is what Mark Gasol did in Utah against the Utah Jazz. A throwback. You're going to need a bigger boat. Mark the Shark performance. 28 points. 11 for 12 from the field. Six of seven. A career high. In three quarters. Made three-pointers. In 23 minutes, 28 points. A beautiful, classic performance. Give me hope for next year. Mark Gasol. That's my favorite thing. I don't think there's anything else to this story. Okay. You don't want to talk about, you don't want to read that final chapter? Well, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, they, they played a 33 year old, the designated 23 minutes. They were going to play him. She got us 28 points. That's all there is to the story. Shredding the best defensive center in the game. Oh, he was lighting up. Poor Rudy Gobert. Ooh. Uh, That's, this is some real tank commandering. So some people <laughs> are getting a little worked up, Chuck, that, why did he not go back in this one possession game in the fourth quarter hmm. when he was 11 for 12 from the field? He'd already played his minutes, Chuck. Oh, What's yeah. the big deal? I don't get it. Quoth I mean, Bickerstaff. I want to see my young guys. Trying to get that tick. Trying to get those youngsters getting that minutes. People, when you can put in the likes of a prison lunch lady like Deontay Davis, <laughs> you have to take that opportunity. Uh, you gotta see so what good. that uh, you gotta see what Marquise Teague and Ivan oh, Rab uh, combinations. Broccoli Rab working on that. I feel like Marshawn Brooks could play some five <laughs> in this scenario. <laughs> well, Joe Ingles hadn't hurt him with that dirty play, uh, mm. but uh, people were real worked up about this, calling it disgraceful. This in-game tank. I can't. Well, I, I tell can't. you what, if they're so worked up about it. I agree with them that their teams shouldn't do it and should let our team continue to do it solely. I can't get the narrative that he got yanked. I disagree with. He didn't go back in. That's a different word than yanked. Mm. It wasn't like he hit two in a row or three in a row and they took him. They ended his third quarter stint early. He played like almost the whole third quarter, like he normally would. <laughs> they just didn't put him back in. So it's not, it's not, it's not, I love, that's not yank. I love the mental gymnastics Keith does as a anti tanker for I what is even, happening in exactly. the Exactly. So, like, again, I'm usually opposed to tanking. <laughs> but I, but I do. <laughs> no, but in season tanking, it, it's a dirty part of the business we right. have to do. We do have to do In this situation, it. It, didn't, it honestly didn't feel that strange to me. Margot Saul was angry about it, mm-hmm. but like, 
it was obvious they were going to put him back in. They didn't put him back in the game before against the Trailblazers where they won. He set out the entire fourth quarter and, and they won anyway. So That's I thought it was funny how it worked up. People got like, this was the final straw. This was truly dishonorable. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't get there. Breaking tanking news. <gasps> and this is very problematic for, uh, fans of the Grizzlies and the Mavericks, because this guy's been getting some tick and has been helping the Mavericks be a little bit better. Nerland's Noel suspended five games. For oh, week. oh, he's the last time he's playing in Dallas. He's never going to play there again. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's he's done. done. Yeah, that's a, he and Thabo both suspended for getting high. I don't know much supply. about weed, but it does feel like both Nerlens and Thabo could be names of like different strains. Ooh yeah, mm-hmm. I'll take well, I'll take a Nerlens. I'll take a Thabo. Yeah, give that indica. You got any Cephalosh? Mm, trying to get that Doja Cephadoja Cephakush. Does that work? Yeah, I guess not. Uh, ah. Yeah. If you put Kush on the end of almost anything, you've made it pretty weedy. Yeah, weedy. <laughs> you gotta have your weedies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So here's my best thing. Back as champions. Uh, Grant Hill, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash on the uh, Hall of Fame for 2018. Pretty cool. All Phoenix Suns. Oh, yeah. All you know? Cosby sweater wearing goofuses. <laughs> so this confirms my, uh, my suspicions that the Suns are the greatest franchise in the history of the NBA. Huh. Uh, the the Suns, so like... If you made like an NBA Jam or an NBA Live, two mm-hmm. K. What, what are the kids playing now? What NBA? Uh, yeah, 2K. yeah. If you if you took all the players from their history, they do they can build a very I mean exciting a really roster, fun, really fun roster. I'll take Antonio McDice on mine. It's like a seventh man. I really liked uh, Mari Stoudemire for two years. Yeah, he was like the best player in the NBA for yeah, yeah, a, a year and a half. I hate yeah. to tell you this, but Antonio McDice doesn't sniff an all-time Suns roster. Yeah, probably not. He's got Barkley, and, and um, they, they got some really good players. They just hun- can't get a championship. Yeah, Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley coming off deep off the bench. Tom for that Chambers, team. Tom Chambers with his neck. I mean, Me yeah, and, uh, I mean, Mark Jackson's neck. We can't fit McD. Jason Kidd. Ooh, Jason Kidd. I mean, I guess he's part of the Hall of Fame class, but yeah, yeah. I'm just getting excited about him again. <laughs> Wesley Here's Person. <laughs> Cedric Sabalos. Oliver Miller. Come on. What are we? <laughs> that 93 NBA Finals with uh, Suns and Bulls really had a lot of like present-day NBA dumbasses in it, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Michael yeah. Jordan, Hornacek. Mm-hmm. Some good some good dumbasses some in there. Really stupid people. <laughs> All right. Well, those were our steak and eggs. John Paxson hit that three-pointer. He is a dumbass. (laughs) The opposite of steak and eggs is cream of wheat. What is your cream of wheat worst thing? Uh, We've been, you know, Dwight Howard talked a couple weeks ago. He's a Hall of Famer. Shoo-in Hall of Famer. But he's been playing like a bonehead this year. He's had great games, the 30 and 30. Um, But here's some stats that uh, Dwight Howard leads the league in this year. Okay, by, by leads the league, I mean is dead last. He is uh, the worst player for offensive fouls, uh, three-second violations, technicals, gold tens, stepping out of bounds, turnovers, and travels. Leads the league, number one. Best player, worst player, whatever. Stepping and out of bounds? The turnovers that uh, were created by stepping out of bounds. That's hilarious. Is Dwight Howard. So well he's a, done. He's been playing in the league. What's his What's his season? It's like his twelfth season or something. If I knew that off the top I of my head, I believe Detroit. When did RoboCop try to save Detroit? <laughs> uh, like, not, he's been around for a long time. I mean, he's still playing incredibly uh, as far as like his stats numbers in the 30, box 30 game. Run. Just a minute ago, um, Shaq never had twelve plus rebounds at this age. You know, but he's 
Shaq would still be playing himself into shape around this time of year, yeah, I think. He would be, 100%. <laughs> My worst thing goes back uh, almost 10 days, but it's still current in the... It's still in the news with the Kawhi Leonard situation. Mm. My worst thing is the Tony Parker comments from uh, a little over a week ago when Tony Parker noted one of the worst teammates ever. Right. Uh, really attacking Kawhi Leonard, saying he had the exact I've same... i never bitten my tongue this hard in my he, life. He said he had the exact same injury as Kawhi, but a hundred times worse. Mm. Uh, and he already rehabbed, and the San Antonio doctors are the best ever. So he's questioning Kawhi Leonard's uh, whatever. Tony Motivations. Parker, Tony Parker cheated on Ava Longoria. I don't believe... I don't trust any words he says. Yeah. He also speaks with a French accent. Don't trust any words he says. <laughs> yeah, so the Spurs situation, very, very strange. Kawhi Leonard, who has escaped to New York, to New York uh, now, working with uh, different rehab doctors. I assume he's never playing for the Spurs again? This is, is all that, nonsense. Is it all nonsense, Chuck? It's not going to happen. Name, name a great player that has left San Antonio. Name one. Do it. What? Okay, you can't. What are you talking about? No, no one has ever. Tim Duncan flirted with going to Orlando to play with uh, Grant Hill. He they ne- almost traded. They uh, ne- almost, but name one that has left. Well, I'm trying to think. Who are Popovich? the great players? It's like five. Yeah, so We're you not got talking Parker. About a huge history. You got Parker. You got David Robinson. You got uh, Duncan. You got Kawhi. You got Ginobili. Those players, they know how to keep stars. I'm not following your precedent. Those guys weren't either. stars until like they became all. And st- Kawhi like- was a star when he came in the league. No, he was created by Popovich and that system. He's not leaving San Antonio. It's a nonsense idea. Would you There's too like many to wager money on this? This is something, <laughs> I, I mean, whatever. I, I'm, I'm going by what, you know, big picture, looking at that franchise, how it's operated and run. If there's an issue, it's only because they want him back well, and I mean, Kawhi's they, being they careful They never signed a big-name free agent until they signed... LaMarcus Aldridge, LaMarcus who tried Aldridge to leave. ...a couple years ago. So I, I think the precedent thing is weird for like a, a, a team that... I just, I I just and they haven't had that many superstars either. I mean, uh, they've had one pretty much since the mid-'90s. David Tim Thorpe... Duncan. I mean, I don't... It. David Robinson? Again, superstar seems strong. I know Ginobili's going to the Hall of Fame. Tim Duncan's but, uh, the only one. Yeah. I mean, they're stars. They're best players. All right. They keep them. David Thorpe suggested uh, ESPN. This is ESPN. I don't even know. Uh, David Thorpe. Uh, this sounds like the type of stuff that got you burned when you thought my LeBron was staying forever. That's this a different like, situation. This sounds like sad <laughs> child. This is a different. Daddy situation. will never leave. David me Thorpe stuff. suggested this. This random bad trade. things happen. I'm, you know. Kawhi Leonard and Patty Mills to the Wizards for Brad Beal, Sadaransky, Ubre, maybe a pick. I uh, I kind of like that deal a lot. I, I'm definitely on team breakup Beal and Wall, no matter what. Right. Uh, I think Beal, Sadoransky, and Ubre would be incredible uh, on the Spurs. Uh, Beal, be Beal, and Pop would be terrifying. Yeah. Ubre too, really. I'm saying it'd be fun. But well, I, Ubre has made like one three pointer in the past. Like, what two is it? Months. Is he he's like one? He's like one for his last twenty nine <laughs> or really something. Insane. But I don't know. I, I I think it it obviously could happen, but I just don't think it will. It's just That's doesn't fair. make sense that that uh, Popovich would do anything to lose that caliber of player. Did you ever think that Popovich would be would be sitting here in this situation now with Popovich, where his best player is refusing to play for him? This is also something that is scr- making me scratch my head. I don't understand it. 
that it's the very whole, uh, the anomalous. doctors have cleared him to play, and he's he's not playing. That's yeah. kind of crazy to me. Yeah, it's it, very crazy. It's kind of already. The, I mean, the the car has already crashed. Maybe he. Maybe we're in the repair phase. May, now. Yeah, maybe there's an in you know some sort of internal. Um, you know, process that's happening that we don't know about. Maybe Popovich is on the way out, and there's whispers in the organization that Pop's leaving as far as head um, from the head coaching position. And Kawhi's like, "Well, look, I don't know if I'm going to trust any of these coaches other than Popovich to run this team." So that could be an issue, and it could be the reason why he's he's kind of holding out. There's a lot of, you know, there's a book it, full of stuff that we don't know about. It, I'm it sure. appears to me that what little we thought we knew about Kawhi Leonard was not correct. That's right. What's and it? that we just don't know anything. What's your, yes, we what's, don't know anything. Listen to our I, podcast. I have been <laughs> listening around, or driving around listening to, Oh, my life. Casey and JoJo? Yes. Because cause my JoJo has had his eyeball knocked out of his face. Oh, no. And I talked about it already, but I'm still pretty devastated about Embiid's injury and the ramifications it's having on my enjoyment of this season. Um, baby, baby. I mean, it shouldn't affect the Sixers seeding very much. No. We don't think. And they honestly might prefer to play, like, I think their ideal matchup might be to be home court as the four and host the Pacers as the five, yeah. another team without much playoff experience in this current iteration. Yeah. Like, even though the Wizards have been bad, and again, the Everybody Eats Wizards is a thing of long past. Wait, they started dead. losing so many games dead, dead, uh, dead. without John Wall. And so, like... You look at the Wizards having more talent, maybe, than the Pacers on paper. So maybe that'd be a scarier matchup. I, I don't know, but uh, so maybe it'll maybe it'll work out for the Sixers, and it, and it won't matter at they all. They could very easily lose their home court advantage, which is huge for the Sixers. No, they definitely need that first run. They needed to get as high as they could, honestly, to make a deep run, and it's going to be harder. And and honestly, we have no idea how how much this injury will affect him. However, again. It, Arguing about the deep run for the Sixers, right? I think the four seed is a very good place to be. It is because you avoid assuming the Cavaliers stay at the three. Mm-hmm. I still think if you want to make a deep run, you want to play LeBron as latest as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd really like to play a team like say mm, the Wizards. Yeah, I'd really like to play a team like the Bucks. Well, sure, but then second round. I mean, I, I am all for. Uh, if I'm the Sixers, if I'm a Sixers fan, right. give me the Pacers first round. Give me the Raptors or yeah. even the Celtics second round. Like, let's see if the Raptors can do it in the playoffs. I'd, I'd much let's rather see play if the Celtics the, can do I'd it. I'd much with, rather with, play the Cavs with than, maybe without than the Raptors or the Celtics. Well, really? That's where we're very, very different. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I'm so frightened by LeBron. In, 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 all right, full stop. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the just, only thing he's to be frightened yeah. of on that team. It, it so. is, it is, and I know, like, with this is all like historical kind of like uh, you know frighten frightenings, but it's not anything I think that is uh, irrational. LeBron is still the best player in the league, and he's gonna and definitely they're the, finally on a hot run. But the teams they have beaten on that hot run are trash. Yeah, complete yeah. trash. I think I think the big worry for Sixers fans is if you lose your first round playoff series to the Pacers, does it kind of invalidate a lot of the optimism and the the, the parades they were throwing for themselves? I, I think the Pacers are a terrible matchup for the Sixers. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and I think the Pacers without Embiid, or the, the Sixers without Embiid will get smoked by the Pacers. Yeah. Despite, you know, the matchup of the Pacers wanting, like, forcing turnovers and the Sixers loving to give up turnovers, right. yeah. I still think uh, Pacers are a team I don't trust. I don't trust Oladipo. Even though the, the his drought is over, he's been on fire the last few games, 
I would still think they're an easier matchup. Anyway, let's move uh, to Hassan Whiteside. Cocks it back to Waffle House presents Scattered, Smothered, Covered, Thoughts. Just a few other things. What are we seeing that's going on in the league? Man, Hassan Whiteside. He's gone, bro. What's wrong with your boy? You don't talk, you don't talk smack about the organization. He wasn't getting fourth quarter tick. He, you know, lashed out immediately uh, within a day or two. Walked it all back. But he's gone, bro. Think so? Ah, oh, man. You where don't, you don't he... piss off the godfather. Where could the Heat's fourth best center possibly go with that contract? <laughs> Here, that is the thing. And this was something when when uh, when he was, uh, you know, coming up on having to re-sign, I, I was kind of worried about. Because he, he, needed, he needed a lot of money. He earned a lot of money. He had put up the numbers that required a, a big contract. But I never saw him as a centerpiece for the franchise. He never seemed like a player that I wanted to bet it all on. Can I ask you a few questions? Um, sure. After saying that, yes, you did see him as a centerpiece, you liar. I did. But, uh, <laughs> but in Chuck's defense, he discovered him. I discovered him. <laughs> but uh, do you think the Heat missed a big opportunity when they could have traded him? This was uh, something that I thought was inevitable come close to the trade deadline, but I don't think they could have got anything really? near what they w- uh, wanted for him. I really like this Heat team, and it's not just the rebranding. Yeah. But I, th- I feel like if they could have gotten something for Whiteside, that would have been really cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Even they play or so much better without him on the floor. Here's the it's thing. It's like night and day. And, and it's, oh, during the regular season, when the pace is a little faster, he isn't as valuable. But I think when the game slows down and their defense, which is, I think, built for a playoff uh, matchup, when every, you know, there's less shots and the pace is slower, it, he might be uh, – a little bit more valuable um, in a in a, a a series against a team like Philly or or the Pacers. I think the issue is I don't see anywhere that would trade for him. Nobody, right. I don't think anybody he's got a him. max contract for and he's three a, more years. And he's a knucklehead, knucklehead. Yeah, so, well, I think now it's dead. But there was a, I feel like there was a window. Yeah, they, yeah. they, but they even during uh, the season when we were approaching the trade deadline, Kelly and Linick was getting they all of tr- the tick in the fourth quarter. No, could they not have traded him to the Wizards? That would have been dope. Just gotten some trash back. Yeah. Jason Smith and Gortat. Yeah. Like Gortat would crush. He would be so good. You with... guys would almost be on your way to a cream team, too. Man, would have been nice. In, in Miami. Uh, <laughs> this could have been an apology of mine. The Detroit Pistons with Reggie Jackson this year, 25 and 15. Wow. They would be very much in the playoff hunt. It would be the Bucks in the Heat. We just decided to stay in cream of wheat worst a week with the teams we're talking about. The we really situations are, yeah. we're talking about. Uh, as much as I, I kind of doubted the Pistons, and, and I still feel like they're going nowhere, it, it really came down to Reggie Jackson's health. Um, like sometimes guest on our show, Duncan Smith, has always pointed out that they play well when Reggie Jackson is there. And once again, yeah, 25 and 15 this year with Reggie Jackson. Can you guys explain the Blazers trailblazing billboard situation to me? They just posted a billboard uh, saying LeBron uh, or Dame. Le- Wait, LeBron, Dame needs a third option. Yeah. Yusuf <laughs> Torkic is right chair, y'all. Mm, Come boy. on. Blazer boy. You mean Disrespective. Zach- you mean Zach Collins? <laughs> I love all them Blazers. <laughs> I, did, I did see a couple people adding trailblazing saying like, this is disrespectful to our roster. Evan Burner Turner. It's like, guys, <laughs> come on now. Six man of the year. It's disrespectful to LeBron James and LeBron James only. And whatever. <laughs> like, that is the only person. Whatever Plumlee's there. Is that how you woo? Uh, yeah, billboards. 
What's the point? That's oh, just funny. So good. Tossing money into the ocean, which I'm a fan of. Yeah. I've, I used oh, to live on a houseboat. Yeah. Uh, no, just they, they raised <laughs> money for a billboard. It's pretty funny that it actually happened. I don't know. Who, uh, that's I, enough irony out of you, Portland. Yeah. You guys have enough fixed wheel bicycles. You have a fixed you, gear. You've put a bird on enough things. <laughs> uh, I guess the one thing I want to talk about before we move on is... Uh, so all the awards races are decided now, right? Pretty much. They've, these stories have sorted themselves out. As in the, t- the social media age happens. Right. Well, well I don't even think... Well, like, I think everyone... Last could... year it went further. No one could challenge Harden, right? Because I think, I think Davis, no. Davis's fall, the Pelicans' fall is killed. Yeah, him. yeah. That was a fun one-week Brad story. Stevens just went, oh, you don't think I'm Coach of the Year? Look at this. Yeah. I Watch think so. this. Right. Uh, Davis's Player of the Year, I think, Embiid getting hurt, anoints Rudy Gobert. Yep. Draymond Green's not having the year he usually does. Right. Uh, six man of the year, if you argue anyone other than Lou Williams, that's pretty weird. Uh, a six man is one that I haven't even thought about. I mean, he's averaging it's... 23 points a game off the bench. Off the bench. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Should have been all-star. You know, it, it just, I, I can't remember all the races being so cold, you know, just. Uh, and rookie of the year, I think, closed. is oh, finally, Simmons, finally yeah. switched to Ben Simmons. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean over. Donovan Mitchell did have that stretch, that, he, that, that yeah. moment where he, he was like 24 a game. Uh, I still think it's closer than most people are saying. I think I, I still argue that the offensive load scoring wise right. that Mitchell has to do is maybe more important. But I mean, obviously, I think this MB people are arguing is going to cancel out. I think it's going to be the nail on the coffin of the argument. Yeah. And he's putting up great stats again against yeah. horrible competition. Right. <laughs> uh, a fun stat in the month of March overall plus minus. Like plus minus of all NBA players, not just rookies. Right. Ben Simmons was first in the entire NBA in plus minus in March. Don Mitchell was third. Uh, Nasty. Uh, and Don Mitchell honestly played a harder schedule. But I do think yes, Ben Simmons has won it. He's he's just he's like a baby LeBron. I mean he's yeah. like he's like the same kind he's, of cut of player. Yeah. Just incredible what 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 he, what he's doing. So um, there's something cool happened. Uh, this is I think the beginning of the end for the NCAA. Yeah, coming ahead, Darius Baisley oh, decommits yeah. from Syracuse and, and becomes uh, the first top high school prospect to choose turning professional in the G League. So uh, for those of you who don't know how this works, you still have to be a year removed from uh, high school. You have to be 19. You cannot, uh, if you're in the G League, be called up to the NBA to play. Um, once his year with the G League, whoever he chooses to play for is over. I'm confused how, what, how he ends up on a team. I don't think he gets to choose, but I don't know. Anyway, he, he gets to sign with whatever G League team he wants. Okay. Whatever happened to the good old days when players had to play four years or go to China to play <laughs> in order to get an NBA? So this is all, it's very, it's very complicated, but it is uh, uh, as, you know, obviously... With the uh, final four just happening, and I watched zero minutes of it. Somewhere, Jim Beheim is. I watched some hot of the, farts in uh, his. I, I watched yeah. the end of the of the women's final four. That was a final. great. I watched some of that. I watched like the last minute of both those games. They were incredible. Yeah, um, you guys would have enjoyed the uh, final four just for just to see how one team has decided to embrace the NBA way of life, and it has resulted in the other teams getting summarily smoked. Mm-hmm. I did. Over. I did have some confusion trying to find the, the NCAA championship game on TBS. Yeah, right after search party. Yeah, Duh. <laughs> yeah I, I, I didn't know. I you like, watch uh, WCW Thunder. I had, you watch <laughs> search party. They watch a couple Braves games, three, four Braves games. Yep. Uh, Maddox was on fire. Yeah. Definitely had no idea what number TBS was it's, in my cable package. It's between uh, Braves and the Expos and Matlock. But <laughs> uh, this is really easy. But I, I think it's great. It's the uh, 
the the first uh, blow in the uh, you know death of the NCAA in its slave trade. It really seems like well, however many millions of dollars that the NBA put into building their 2K league, which maybe that will blow up and bring in lots of extra eyes and revenue. But I know they've invested, I don't know, hundreds of millions of dollars. It seems like in, yeah. in the 2K league, it seems like maybe they should have put, I don't know half that in an infrastructure of building up their G League to yeah. embrace all these players. No, I don't they, know. But they have... Esports a, are kind of a big deal. Esports are, are huge, but esports fans do not care about 2K. Well, there has to be some sort of transition because there's no question there's like backroom handshake deals between the NCAA and the NBA about as far as how, why there's a one-and-done system. Certainly. There's got, you know, this isn't something that you know wasn't agreed upon years ago, yeah. at least with David Stern. So that you know, this transition is going to take time. There's moneyed interest. There's conspiratorial, uh, you know, backroom Illuminati esque uh, happenings. So it, uh, this move, a player choosing to do this, gives me hope that we're not going to um, be using free labor for multi billion dollar organizations anymore. It will be. You are you are no sister Jean, Chuck. <laughs> if you right. had, if you had this nun staring you down, I think you'd be humming a different tune. I hate nuns. Catholic so, Chuck does. Catholic Chuck hates nuns. <laughs> All right, let's move to the awards segment of the program. The International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award given each week to the worst performance in a box score. Got a strange week here. Uh, several nominees, only a couple honorable mentions. Uh, honorable mention, Andrew Wiggins, four for 17. Future Grizzly Chris Middleton, four for 18. <laughs> and LeBron James, yes, the LeBron James, five for 21. A rare appearance in the International Stackhouse of Pancakes. Almost never on this... <coughs> So these are the these are nominees, honorable mentions. So honorable those are honorable mentions. mentions. We have a very confusing five nominees as they occurred chronologically through the week. CJ McCollum three for nineteen in a win against the Pelicans. So close. Three for nineteen, seven points, four boards, five assists, one steal, two blocks, three turnovers, no personal fouls. Maybe try on defense. Jabari Parker one for twelve, loss against the Clippers. Two points, one rebound, two assists, three steals, one block, two turnovers, personal foul. Frank Mason. Mm, rock chalk. Yeah, one for. He looked thir- like a world's tiniest predator. One for thirteen in a loss against the Mavericks. Eight points, six rebounds, five assists, a block, a turnover, three personal fouls. Nick Vucevic, also three for nineteen in the Magic's incredible uh, race up the reverse standings. <laughs> lost to three straight teams in the back nine. Uh, impressive stuff. He was ten points, fourteen rebounds, three assists, and impressive two steals, three blocks. No turnovers, two personal fouls. And then Kelly Oubre, who, as John said earlier, has only made one of his last 40? I don't know. Oh, he hasn't hit a shot in a while. He was two for 14 against the Charlotte, against uh, the Hornets. Nine points, five rebounds, one assist, two steals, one block, one turnover, two personal fouls. There's so many. I printed them out to be in front of you, Chuck and John. As much as I want to reward Kelly Oubre for his masterful performance, and I want to give it to Vucci Main because his nightmarish performance Pretty much gifted me the field goal category. Three blocks and 14 assists. In our uh, 14 rebounds. Fantasy rebounds. League yeah. against aforementioned Matt Sullivan. I got to give it to CJ McCollum. Uh, that's a terrible box score. I really like the zero personal fouls. I love that. Three turnovers. I'm, I'm going CJ. I one, mean, some, one, somehow yeah. they won that game. For me, for me, it comes Playing down... Play the Pelicans, dog. For me, it comes down to... Uh, Gentrification. Frank Mason, <laughs> impressive one for 13. We don't see a lot of one for 13s. No. And CJ McCollum. I think I'm going to lean CJ McCollum three for 19. I'm CJ McCollum. Well. Yeah. Frank Mason, you know, filled it up otherwise. Probably in somewhat limited minutes. For as much as I... 
for as much as I want to be, you know, unanimous here, I think CJ McCollum's is kind of trash. Uh, Jabari, <laughs> Jabari Parker, man, oh, d- two oh, points, man. one rebound, two assists. That's, they didn't need to worry when Giannis terrible. got hurt. They oh, got Jabari, one of twelve. Like that is bad. That's my personal. That just looks gnarly. It's, it's trash. It's a, good, it's a good vote. So CJ McCollum, congratulations. You are this week's International Stackhouse of Pancakes champion. And also, by the way, I asked, uh, I slid into Brent Berry DMs uh, to ask him, just, hey, in a vacuum, what do you think is worse as far as the shooting line? And I said, one for 11, two for 15, three for 19, or four for 23. Because uh, this, this, I feel like we come down to this a lot. Yeah. Like, is, yeah. it, is it worse to be one for 11 or is it worse to be like four for 23 or something? Uh, he, said, uh, he said four for 23 he said, in his reasoning, again, in a vacuum with no other context, he said, because if you're missing that many shots, someone else should be shooting those shots right. at that point. Right. Uh, and so, all right. I, I just want... It, it was unless good to get... Started that's, like, that's where I sit always on these. Unless you started, like, you know, f- you know, four for nine or something, and then just went cold, or three for nine and just went cold. That's worse to me. Yeah. I think. Like, yeah. That, it, I think it all depends on when say, the if, misses if, start. Because I, I like the idea that, like, you go four for nine, yeah. and then you went cold. Yeah. Like, four for nine. <laughs> ain't, that ain't great, dog. <laughs> all right. Uh, par Fade away before we get out of here. Par fade away. Wrap it into a Grizz epilogue. Par fade away. What things are we looking forward to? I've said it before, but I'm really excited about Nuggets playing Wolves twice. That's going to be my thing. That's my little gauntlet. It's going to be the playoffs. I I hope it's still in play for the last. I'm game. so rooting for the Nuggets. Not only because I like the Nuggets more. I think Tibbs missing the playoffs would be hilarious. It'd be kind of great. They would they would get to keep their lottery pick. Oh, that's great. You can keep your lottery pick and fire Tibbs. <laughs> Tibbs, uh, the Nuggets are what the 29th in defense the last two years combined. I think it's just not that's a slap in Tibbs' face so many ways, especially in man the roster building. We got to fix the roster. So many good players. Uh, I'm looking forward to what I'd like to describe as the sweet release of the playoffs. <laughs> I know I love the NBA, but man, like, uh, Having having the NCAA basketball night when there's no league pass games to watch. Yeah, what did you do? I know I'm. I mean, I know I'm going to miss them when they're gone. I'm going to miss them. But right now, when we're in it, uh, I'm looking forward to not having so many games. So I feel like I, I feel compelled to watch. Uh, what did I watch instead of the NCAA basketball? Will you game? parent your children? Uh, so my <laughs> son was actually at the grandparents. Mm. So I just had the baby. Uh, so which is super easy mm. uh, as she lies asleep on my shoulder as we speak. Yes. Um. No, I actually just flipped around through movies. I didn't even settle on a movie. I watched like 25 minutes of like five different movies. You league past movies. I league past movies. It's it's yeah, that's what I did. You're an addict. I did finish, however, earlier in the day, I did finish the Bone Tomahawk <sighs> with uh I, I had my Amazon remote with me. And when I could tell something I did not want to see was about to happen, just skip forward a couple seconds. I saw a few brief glimpses. It was like Event Horizon where there's little little glimpses of yeah. things popping up on the screen. Uh you didn't earn that movie. I did not. I don't I did, think you can even say you've seen that movie. I couldn't. Yeah. In fact, you have not seen. Bo yeah. I, if I if I was if I was logging movies, if, if this is my untapped for movies. Uh, yes, I didn't earn full marks. Bone Tomahawk. I did not. That's see like all saying the you've seen gore. two girls, one cup, but uh, you only saw like one girl in it. You, 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 nothing has happened. You only saw the part where the, the cup happened. Yeah. But Ugh. not whatever happened after the cup. two girls, one bone tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I thought it, I thought when you texted the group about that that you were eating a bone in ribeye. 
I just like bone a tomahawk ribeye. Rib bone tomahawk sounds like a good like a a good place to get a ribeye. Yeah, if you could name your oh yeah your restaurant bone tomahawk. When you eat a tomahawk steak, you feel like a bone tomahawk. Also Orson sounds Wells. like a like a porn with Native Americans in them. So we got uh, Gordon Haywood. Hayward has started jogging without the help of a boot, so he's looking uh, like he's probably not coming back for the playoffs. But it's something to look forward to for the next season. Uh, it solidifies that Brad Stevens kind of like gangster. Are we, are we allowed to par fade away for next year? I'm doing it. Go for it. <laughs> I like. I mean, it's the end of the season. There's stuff to look forward to. Chuck's looking deep. In the I, I mean, you know, Chuck's well, a hey, soothsayer. Here, here's here's my par fade away for uh, my par fade away for next year, and Grizzlies epilogue all wrapped into one. Uh, John, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what the 2018-19 Memphis Grizzlies look like. Do me. Uh, it is Mike Conley, Mark Gasol, Jamichael Green, Dylan Brooks, Wayne Selden, Chandler Parsons, Andrew Harrison, a top seven lottery pick, feel comfortable, a free agent. They sign with their full MLE, maybe Tyreek Evans, Terrell Martin, Ben McLemore, Ivan Rabd, Deontay Davis, a second round pick, and then they'll have one open roster spot for a minimum salaried player. Uh, so that is exactly this year's team. Hope nobody gets hurt. Plus a, <laughs> plus a lottery pick. Is that team better than, oh, I don't know, the Warriors, the Spurs, the Thunder, uh, the Trailblazers, the Nuggets, the Timberwolves, uh, the Clippers, the Pelicans? Taking my headset off. Or the Lakers Let's next see. year. That's my <laughs> cool story. That's, that's my that's my parfait away. Anyway, uh, you <gasps> guys, transform your shaving. Get a free Harry's shave kit at harrys.com slash fast break. Play that draft app. Didn't even mention it. I love it. Draft.com slash fast break and support our show at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being GNG. Fast break, break, man. You understand? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.